faithwire.com. Well, Russia is beginning false flag campaigns as war looms with Ukraine. Today's Friday, February 18, 2022. I'm Dan Andros. We'll have that top story. More on today's 4 and 3 podcast from CBN's Faithwire. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. We're here Monday through Friday. We're going through the news. We're doing it with a Christian perspective. And joining me, as always, Trey Gones Phillips, Billy Hallowell from CBN's Faithwire with a quick look at what's coming up. What's going on, guys? We, we made it. It's we Friday. I, I accurately predict this every week. It's yes. amazing. Yes. Uh, you're a savant. <laughs> yeah, I Just, know. We keep saying it. We keep saying it. We are the Get You to Friday and the Weekend <laughs> podcast. You know, when you're trying to make it through the news, we it just we can manifest it quicker. I don't know. People are lucky to have us. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So we're such a blessing. We are such a blessing and we're very (laughs) humble, too. So all right. So what do we got coming up? Well, we're going to be talking about this crazy story surrounding actress Joey King. She was in The Conjuring and apparently some really strange things happened while they were filming that movie. This story, Billy, has me fascinated, so I'm looking forward to, to hearing about that. Um, but I'm going to be talking about the latest ongoing saga with the, the Freedom Convoy, and two of the leaders of the protest have been arrested, so we'll talk about that. Illegal protests, at least that's what I heard yeah, the, from Justin Trudeau. Yeah, the unlawful, illegal, unlawful, illegal, potentially violent protests. How dare they, so potentially, yeah. How dare they speak out Yeah. and say, and have unacceptable views. That's just all the things from the freedom-loving government up there in Canada. So, all right, looking forward to that as well. But let's start here with the story out of Ukraine. And Russia continues now its posturing. And uh, it sure looks like we are moving closer and closer to a potential uh, conflict here. And our own George Thomas from CBN, our uh, senior international correspondent, he is actually on the ground there in Ukraine, and he's been talking to people there, gathering reports. And uh, here's what he had to say today, uh, earlier this morning, talking about uh, what Putin has. He's sort of backed himself into a corner and made a miscalculation. Here's what George had to say. Check it out. You know, Russia's economy is in the doldrums uh, to to amass such a, uh, a, a number of troops on the border is costing the Russian economy so much money. So what is the calculus? What is uh, Putin's uh, end game? I think war or no war, he has miscalculated on a number of factors. Number one is that I don't think he realized that NATO would come together. He thought that NATO was fractured, that the Germans, the French would be against imposing any tough sanctions, for example, on Russia's oil industry. Uh, but they've come together. Also, they've deployed more troops. This is one thing that Russia said that they didn't want uh, uh, close to their border. And what we've seen in the last couple of weeks as uh, Moscow has ratcheted up uh, the, their belligerence, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the NATO is deploying more troops. The, the United States has deployed more troops to the eastern flank. Uh, they've deployed more troops to Poland. And so uh, in one sense, I, I don't think Russia, I don't think Moscow anticipated uh, this sort of united front uh, against him and so it'll be interesting to see what happens so yeah had- and so sorry cut that clip off there but yeah uh george uh, had more to say on that talked about how the ukrainian people that's another thing that he may be underestimating here because when you go back to the 2014 invasion and the annexing of the crimean peninsula that has just only heightened the quote-unquote anti-russian sentiment there in ukraine so uh, that that will for them to 
want to defend their uh, country is even stronger than it was eight years ago. That's only grown. And so a number of miscalculations there for uh, Putin. He's going to find himself um, losing either way, according to George, because if he doesn't go to war, then he's taking a big hit to his ego. And if he does go to war, then it costs a huge strain uh, on his economy, which is already in shambles, as George noted. So some interesting other things going on here. Um, as George predicted earlier in the week, he talked about how Putin would likely start a false flag uh, information campaign. So basically creating false reasons for them to justify them going in and invading. And so uh, that exact headline happened today, exactly as George predicted it, where the headlines are Putin accusing Ukraine of human rights violations against the Russian minority there. And so the article reads... Um, that he's seen a, quote, deterioration, this is Putin, of the situation in eastern Ukraine. This was at a news conference in the Kremlin. He made uh, unsubstantiated accusations of, quote, mass and systematic violation of human rights uh, and enshrining in law, quote, discrimination of the Russian-speaking population in Ukraine. And so he urged authorities in Kiev to enter negotiations with separatist leaders. So, that's him putting that in there so he can have what he feels would be a justification to head and invade. And so some other news going on around this. Um, the United States obtained intelligence that Russia may target prominent political opponents, anti-corruption activists, and, and Belarusian and Russian dissidents living in exile should it move forward with plans to invade Ukraine. This was uh, uh, after Biden had... Uh, warned yesterday a threat of a renewed Russian invasion remains, quote, very high and could take place within the next several days. Biden's actually speaking later on today. Um, as we're recording this podcast, it has not happened yet. Um, he's going to be speaking about the situation later on today. So, guys, that's that's basically where we're at on Ukraine. It's a it's a wait and see. But the but the information and the misinformation games are on high on high alert right now. I mean, it's really remarkable to watch Putin do this. I feel like he's done this before. And so you, yeah. this is, I mean, this, it's like this playbook that it's almost like a bad game of monopoly that won't end. We've all been <laughs> trapped in those games, which like, this is terrible. I have no idea how much money I have left. And I, you know, you just, you want to get out of it and there's a real cost. I don't say that flippantly. There's a real cost here. There's a real danger here. Um, but this is dragged on for days and you've got multiple countries, you've got troops involved, you've got a lot happening and it's one person controlling all of this chaos and again people's lives are at stake here so mm. i mean the the hope is that some common sense leaks in at some point but i would also argue he must not be aware of the fact that the majority russian population in his country is oppressed mm. by him yeah <laughs> yeah it's just it's it's a bizarre story to me and that that, that we're all kind of waiting on the edge of our seats what's going to happen with this situation how is it going to uh, evolve or devolve um and it just seems like one big like power play just to keep the world guessing as far as what's going to happen here so but yeah i just want to reiterate billy what you were saying that real lives are at stake so if nothing else it's an opportunity for us as believers yeah to pray because a lot of these stories are so complex um that so we can we can kind of know tangentially what's going on but it's difficult to really uh understand all of the details and the nuance unless you're actually on the ground there and thankfully we've got george thomas there uh for cbn news for faith where he's there 
covering a lot of this stuff, uh, which is good. So definitely check out CBN News and go to our YouTube channel because there are plenty of videos of exploration in detail. Mm, yeah, mm. indeed. All right. Well, speaking of strange stories, weird stories, we have a really, really bizarre story at Faithwire about actress Joey King. <clears throat> she actually has played in a number of, of films and her career has grown. But one of her earlier movies was The Conjuring. And, you know, I covered The Conjuring years ago because it was based on a true story. It's about a family that moves into a home and they claim to experience demonic activity in this house. And of course, Hollywood gave it the Hollywood treatment. But what was really interesting is that in 2020, as far as I can tell, that was the first time Joey King spoke about her experience as a kid. She was 12 years old um, playing in this movie, and she played this character, Christine, who was one of the children um, in the family experiencing this. And apparently, um, as she was filming the movie, and she was on the Drew Barrymore show earlier this month, again, sort of talking about this, she experienced some physical elements that actually required... Um, treatment for her. And I'm just going to read her quote. She said, it was pretty intense. Some weird stuff happened on the set along with the movie being scary. It's true. I developed this bizarre, rare, out of nowhere blood disorder. And basically my body, all of the red platelets from my body were drained. They were gone. Mm. And so she started talking about how she never had this, this blood issue before she started filming the movie. So here she is at 12 years old. And the way they found out that something was going wrong, there's a scene where the mother in the film is you know dealing with possession and she starts getting bruising all over her body. And so according to Joey King, she started, while they were filming that scene, experiencing bruises on her own body. She had um, these bizarre bruises on her chest, on her arms, and in very weird places. And the makeup artists were so convinced that she had taken their makeup and put fake bruising on because they couldn't believe this kid had all these bruises that they started to try to remove them and realize they were real. So they took her to get treated and that's when they realized she had this blood condition. So every day while filming before she got to set and after she was done, she had to go to a hospital for treatment. They were going to have to do um, a blood transfusion at one point. And so they finished filming the movie and she goes home and never has a blood condition. Like, there's no issue. It goes away huh. on its own. Uh, so, you know, whether or not this was tied to the film in any way, of course, we have no idea. We do know as believers, you know, why does it matter? We know that evil is real, that these, that, that, you know, scripture talks about it throughout. Uh, but what a bizarre story. And she had shared this same story, as I mentioned, in 2020 and gave even more detail when she was talking with Howard Stern. The film actually scares her. She said, she said, you know, she still shudders when she thinks about what she went through. Mm. Yeah, that is, I mean, that is terrifying. And when you don't have an explanation for that, it leaves you wondering what in the world was that? And maybe there is some explanation out there, but it's, I mean, just hearing it, it's hard to think of one that would make sense. Yeah. Even Drew Barrymore reacted. She actually screamed. <laughs> she was telling, <laughs> like, that is bizarre. You know, she couldn't believe it. It's such a weird and fascinating story. I mean, Billy, you've written obviously about this extensively about spiritual warfare, and we don't know, like you said, if that's if there was any sort of spiritual component going on here. But it it begs the question, though, right? Like, was they were there retelling um, a, a story about possession, certainly a story about spiritual warfare, and then this happens, and then it mysteriously goes away once she leaves the set. I know, like stress can can make a lot of crazy things happen, and anxiety can make a lot of crazy things happen to your body. But I just wonder if there is 
um, you know, if there is maybe a spiritual component here that just has not been explored. Well, and it was weird when she told the story because the the story she told to Drew Barrymore did not include the bruising. So that was Mm -hmm. okay. So that was weird enough. But when she started talking with Howard Stern about the fact that she had the bruising at the same time they were filming the bruising scene with the mother, that was an extra layer of, huh, that is really weird. Yeah. 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 Very weird. And um, I thank you, Billy, that you are the one that is on the weird and um, (laughs) that's what I do. Demonic spiritual warfare beat and that i don't have yes. to focus He's our on correspondent that yes for all things yes. weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh. all right yeah. all right let's uh let's head on into uh story number three can be your new official title billy yeah i love so, it but i'm here anyway <laughs> all right so story number three so the canadian police have arrested two of the the main leaders the organizers uh for the freedom convoy in canada uh, this is a story up uh, from AP. It's up on CBNnews.com. It says hundreds of truckers clogging Canada's capital stood their ground and defiantly blasted their horns Thursday, yesterday evening, uh, even as police arrested two protest leaders and threatened to break up the nearly three-week protest against the country's COVID-19 uh, restrictions. Uh, the report said that busloads of police arrived in Ottawa's Parliament Hill yesterday. Uh, and workers began to put up extra fences around government buildings to protect it more and seemingly preparing for what has been unfolding today. Uh, so the, the two main leaders uh, were arrested. And then today, police have been going throughout mostly Parliament Hill, but other areas in Ottawa, uh, and have been uh, arresting uh, protesters who are refusing to leave and kind of pushing them uh, out of Parliament Hill and to the periphery of, of the area. So there are some, this is just breaking news from a reporter at, over at Fox News. He just tweeted a, a couple minutes ago uh, that uh, there are some protest leaders at Parliament Hill who are telling police that truckers are preparing to, quote, leave in honor. Uh, he did say, though, it's not clear how many truckers are definitely going to leave without being arrested or, or towed away. So that's just his report. That's just one person that hasn't been confirmed anywhere else that I've seen so far. Um, but there are a lot of people who are concerned. Um, obviously, this comes after you know Trudeau. The Prime Minister, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, implemented the Emergencies Act, and we talked about that on the podcast, uh, which gives the government quite a bit of power. Uh, so, And then the, the interim Ottawa police chief, Steve Bell, he said yesterday in the lead-up to the arrests that are taking place today, the arrest of the leaders that happened last night, he said the action is imminent, referring to what police are going to do to to quash this protest. He said, we absolutely are committed to end this unlawful demonstration Uh, Then uh, he also said, we want this demonstration to end peacefully. And this is the part that's getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention from people because it sounds kind of like a threat. It sounds kind of ominous, he said. But if they do not peacefully leave, we have plans. Uh, Mm. But he didn't really he didn't really go into what the plan is. Maybe the plan is just these these arrests that they're doing right now. Uh, There were other reporters who were on the ground there who said that the police are kind of boxing in uh, on protesters, making it to where they can't really get out. The only out is for them to be arrested or to say, okay, like we're you know, we will leave. Um, So there's a lot going on right now of, of of. of protesters being pressured uh, in in this moment to end their their protest and to head home. So as far as why it matters, look, I think this is something that's gotten uh, not just national attention, not just attention in North America. It's getting international attention everywhere uh, because these these freedom protests are are 
cropping up yeah. uh, in other countries around the world now, guys. Like they're not just in Canada. It started in Canada uh, and now they're going everywhere. Uh, there's even one potentially planned to go from, I mentioned it the other day on the podcast, CBN News has a story on it, uh, potentially from California all the way to uh, DC. That's a That one is, is being worked on and, and may end up happening. It's still in the early stages. So like I think people are fed up with these protests, like we've mm-hmm. or these uh, mandates, like we've talked about, uh, and it just—it's uh, kind of scary though when a Western country, our neighbor to the north, uh, is is calling this protest unlawful, potentially violent, when it hasn't really been violent, and it's like they're—I I can't help but think had this been a different cause like had it been black yeah. lives matter or whatever else like there's no way that the police would be this forceful no well i them. mean justin trudeau now granted the black lives matter protests in canada i don't think were of this scale obviously you no. have big trucks down there and then that does cause some some chaos with the traffic but the difference in the language before it even got there justin trudeau was you know being derogatory in his language calling them right. a fringe minority, saying that they hold unacceptable views. I mean, that is something you don't hear said in a freedom-loving country very often. You might hear that out of North Korea. You might hear that out of China, unacceptable views. Um, that, that's just not something you hear out of a country that values freedom and values people's ability to express themselves. I still remember yeah. when George W. Bush faced anti-war protesters saying, hey, they have uh, you know, a God-given right to be out there and speak their mind, you know? We disagree, and that's fine. Like I, I, I appreciate their willingness to stand up and make their voices heard. Where is the the frustration now? I think for so many people, is where is the conversation about what has caused them to be out there in the first place? They don't even talk yeah. about that. They don't even address it. Um, and I think that's to me what if I were you know somebody there in Canada in, in part of that protest, I'd be very frustrated about. They're they're it's, not they're yeah. not even listening to it. It's information control, right? Yeah. And, and this is the this is why having a robust media that does a good job and actually looks at every issue and tries to push bias to the side or at least own the bias so you're aware of what yeah. you're getting, that's why that's important. And when you don't have that, this is what you get. You get a, a media that covers for that silence on the issue that brought them out there. And yeah, it, it is troubling. I think obviously... You know, protests very routinely do result in arrests. But to me, at this point, the assumption would be this is not just a few people. This is a lot of people. Why the government won't engage in a conversation to me is uh, is a little strange because you do see calls for that in many of these other cases that, hey, maybe we need to listen. Maybe we need to understand. Well, why aren't we doing that here? Well, you know, speaking of the media, uh, even the Ottawa police, they tweeted uh, earlier today uh, that they're going to begin arresting reporters who are in the, you know, on the ground in Parliament Hill who are covering it if they're too close. They said all media who are attending the area, please keep a distance and stay out of police operations. Well, that's awfully convenient. They don't want it. They don't want on tape what they're going to do. Right. Uh, so, Just, and anyone found will be subject to arrest at the end of the day. I mean, it's akin to, uh, you know, the the bad cop going into the interrogation room and going, Hey, turn off the cameras for a few minutes here. We're going to get yeah. this information out. And, uh, well, we just turn off the cameras. How about we just, we don't want right. to see exactly how I get that information. Um, yeah, but that's pretty amazing. I mean, I can't think of another reason why you would tell the media to get out of there unless, you know, you, you just didn't want, you knew that you it would look bad. Yeah, you knew it's you know it's going to look bad when a when it what looks like a very peaceful protest for, by all accounts. I mean, I'm I'm watching some live streams of this now as we speak of people who are down there, 
and it just looks like a bunch of people hanging out like they're not yeah you know there's no anger i mean it's canada i mean what's the joke about canada everyone's <laughs> very nice you know everyone's you know, got their doors yeah. unlocked you know? <laughs> right yeah. right so you don't expect it to be overly violent so um or angry or any of those things canadians angry are like you know very still very mild by comparison to you know the average american so anyway so all right well uh we will keep you updated on that just stay tuned to cbn and to faithwire we'll have updates on the on the trucker convoy because you know uh a lot of the media outlets even if they're covering it they're kind of missing the boat on like what actually is relevant and what matters uh in this particular issue the issues they're not uh talking about so right all right guys hey we made it it's Friday. Your Friday's over. All right. It's only the middle of the day, but that's right. Essentially the weekend. Happy weekend. It's a happy weekend, everybody. Starting early. It's five o'clock somewhere. So, all right. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. God bless. As always, CBNnews.com, FaithWire.com for more news from a Christian perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a rating, leave a comment, all that other fun stuff. God bless. We'll see you back here Monday. <laughs>